Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Ramblings, Podcast 217. This time, I have sort of multiple previews. I've got some games lately, so I have some stuff to talk about. But I haven't played any of them all the way through. And those games are Castle Crashers, Iron Cast, and Fallout Shelter. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. Castle Crashers is a side-scrolling brawler, and probably most people don't know what this kind of game is because it really went out of style sort of in the late 80s and early 90s. There haven't been too many games that I've heard of since then that are in this style. Basically, you choose one of four starting characters. There are actually a bunch of characters you can unlock, but only four are available at the start. And you proceed through a two-dimensional sort of style game, but there's sort of a three-dimensional style area you can move around in, and bad guys come along and you smash them in the face because they are trying to break up your castle and take over your lands. And they stole the princesses, so you have to go rescue the princesses. It is super cute, so it looks like a medieval-style cartoon. You can fight with a melee focus, or you can focus on using your magic. Each character has four different spells, I believe. And I think those unlock automatically as you get higher level. I'm not sure. It could be tied to the magic stat. I'm not very into magic because the magic spells seem just kind of meh. So I was never really interested in bumping up that stat. But there are quite a few different characters with different spells. And you level them up independent of sort of your overall progress in the world. So if you unlock, say, four different areas with one character, you can go to the main menu screen and then change characters and go to those areas with a different character. Areas are set to certain levels, so if you do get high level with one character and unlock some high level areas, you will probably have a difficult time getting through them with lower level characters. So be mindful of that. When you level up your character, you can build up four different statistics, which are basically physical attack, magical attack, defense, and then agility, which I think determines ranged damage as well as sort of the speed your character moves at. So like I said, you can pretty much play however you want in terms of style as to if you prefer melee or magic or ranged. Each of your characters can be set differently if you want and you can find the style that you like best. It can be played with up to four players, which I think would definitely be a lot more fun than playing solo. Playing solo, it's pretty cute and fun, but I think it's really designed to play with friends. It is a super cute, fun brawler, and it's really cheap. They are working on like a high-def remix of the game, which I'm not sure when it comes out, but that will probably be a little bit more pricey when it does. But this is actually quite old, so you can probably get it 
pretty cheap. Iron Cast is a very different type of match 3 puzzler. You are basically a pilot of a steampunk style mech, and by matching tiles on a board, you get one of four different sort of resources, which is ammo, energy, coolant, and repair. And then when it's your turn, you can use these resources in different ways. You can fire weapons, or you can charge up shields, or you can walk to generate more mobility, or you can repair damaged systems in your mech. It's quite a different puzzler because you are managing these resources, as well as the fact that you only have three moves before your turn is up, and then the enemy gets to go. So it becomes a question of how much of the resource do you want to use up? Do you want to make a really big match and just waste a bunch of resources, or do you want to make a small match and then use some of your abilities and then make another small match, or do you want to make a match and then save resources for the next turn? So that's really cool in terms of resource management and watching how many more turns you have before you fail the mission, as well as, you know, trying to stay alive and kill the bad guy at the same time. You have basically 10 sort of rounds, I guess you could call it, in terms of how many missions you get to do before there is a big boss that comes to your command center, and then you have to fight him. And each of those rounds you get to pick from one of three different missions. Oftentimes it will be two medium difficulty rated ones and one hard one. And picking the different missions will be a matter of what kind of resources they get you. Because out of combat, you have resources as well. You have, I think it's war assets, which decreases the difficulty of the boss at the end. And then also you have scrap, which is used for repairing slash building new systems with your mech. Most of these missions are beating somebody up in some way, or trying to survive being beat up while you're collecting certain things on the puzzle board. I think in the six or so hours I've played so far, I've only found two missions that were not combat-oriented. So mostly it's about the puzzle matching and, and doing combat in some way. Like I said, scrap is used between the matches to upgrade stuff. And when you complete a mission, there's a chance that blueprints will drop. And in those blueprints, you get stuff for, you know, better weapons or better shields or better drive, which is what makes you walk. And each game is unique in terms of what you get in blueprint drops will be different each time. So how you build up your mech will be different each game. As well as when your character levels up, you get unlocks for abilities for the character or for the mech. And these can be either passive or active abilities. And they are, as far as you know, randomly selected between an available set of options for what you've unlocked in your global progress. 
So again, what your pilot and mech will get in terms of abilities will be slightly different each game because you'll get to choose between one of three each time you level up. So you may not always build the same. It's not like a standard talent tree. It's like you get this choice of random things. So the randomization becomes really fun and really interesting, and it can be quite challenging for the different games because each one is a little bit different. It is super fun and different for a match three type game, particularly cool if you are into mech style games or steampunk type games. It's usually around, I think, 15 bucks, not on sale. And then on sale, it drops to around seven. So it's fairly cheap. It's not, you know, a, a full price AAA title. It's one of the indie type price level games. But if you are into match three type games, I would highly recommend it. Fallout Shelter is a free-to-play game. I believe it's only out for iOS right now, but I think it's coming for Android. It is, I guess what you'd call a base-building game. You get different resources, and then you'll build different rooms, depending on what resources you have. You don't have an energy system per se, but you'll generate power, food, and water. And sort of the rate at which that generates is based on how big that base component is and how many people are working. And you can rush it, but it's otherwise limited to sort of a fixed rate of speed based on those factors. So you are kind of limited in some ways as to how quickly you can build. Rushing the job is a risk because bad things can happen if you fail. You get a percent chance notification before you do it, so... You can gauge whether it's worth risking or not. And the reason you might want to risk stuff is, for one thing, it speeds things up quite a bit. You're not just waiting for stuff to go all the time. You have three achievements at any given time that you're trying to accomplish. And once you achieve one, you'll usually get caps, which is the money system in Fallout. Or you can sometimes get what they're calling a lunchbox, which is a bunch of things. It could be caps or resources or equipment to put on the characters. So you do kind of want to keep track of those and accomplish those as quick as possible because that's what will get you the biggest progress. But as I was saying, in terms of if you rush it and it fails, bad things can happen. There can be like a fire or little bugs can come into your base. Or I've had... I can think it was like a poisonous gas attack and people were running around everywhere. Also, there are random events that can just happen. I have seen raiders come into my base and attack me, which was pretty terrible. So there are random things that will happen to the people in the shelter. And if they get killed, they sort of go into this knocked out state where you can revive them with caps. I do think eventually, though, over time they die if they aren't brought back because in one game I had like 
14 people, I think. And some raiders came in and killed almost everybody in my base. There was only a few people left, but I didn't have the money to revive everybody. So I had to sort of slowly try and revive people. I tried to play like a couple days later, and then uh, a bunch of them were dead, and I only had like nine people, and the, the bodies weren't on the ground anymore. So I do think that if they're dead slash knocked out, they do eventually get permadeath, and you can't resurrect them again. But new people are coming to your base like all the time, so it's kind of okay in a way. You do have indirect control over the people. You kind of tell them what room to go to, and then what they do is kind of up to them. Whether they are proficient at it or not will depend on their stats. And then whether they're working or not, I'm not sure what determines that, but sometimes it looks like they're just kind of standing around not doing anything. So it's sort of an indirect control style game. So I'm not sure how much lasting appeal the game will have, because a lot of times you're just kind of waiting around and you don't have direct control over the people. But if you are into this kind of game, especially if you are into the Fallout series, you should definitely check it out since it is free to play. The only news I have for this week noted is that Batman Arkham Knight is out for all the things. He's out next week on June 23rd. That's it for the news. So you wonder what your part is, because you're homeless and depressed. But home is where the heart is, so your real home's in your chest. Everyone's a hero in their own way Everyone's got villains they must face So that's it for this week's Rabbit's Ramblings. As you can tell, I'm super sick. I'm very congested and my lymph nodes and my throat are like swollen and messed up. And my tongue is like super swollen. So it's actually kind of hard to talk and as you can hear, I'm probably been quite a bit. So that's pretty terrible, especially since I've had to record this podcast twice. For some reason, I forgot to double-check the microphone was set up correctly the first time. So maybe it wasn't connected correctly, maybe it wasn't set the right way in the recording software, but it looked like it was recording correctly, but it was actually recording off of the laptop microphone, which is really tiny and terrible, and so... While I got all of the talking content that I had done, it just sounded really terrible, and I, d- I didn't want to put that out to you guys. Part of possibly why I'm sick is because I'm not getting very much sleep. For several months now, I've gotten very little sleep. I'd probably say I'd average five hours more often than not. Because I'm still terribly worried about all the things. I have the car registration coming up in about a month, which is like 100 bucks. I think my phone bill is due around that time too, so that's another 50 bucks I don't have. I have basically used up all the money in my bank account, so I don't have anything there. 
And I'm down to just a little bit over a quarter tank of gas again. So that's another like week and then I'm out of that too. So I'm in a pretty terrible spot again. It's just super stressful. And so I'm not sleeping very much. I'm probably losing about two or three hours a night that I could be sleeping and just, you know, laying there being stressed out, not sleeping. So donations would be super helpful so I can worry less about all the things. Maybe with enough, I can get some sleep again and start to get back to normal and get over this terrible cold I have. But that's it for this week. Nothing else I can think of. I think Dad's Day is coming up soon. I don't really keep track of that because I don't really get along all that much with my dad. So it's one of those things that if I happen to remember, it's uh, cool. But if not, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Maybe I'll have more details to talk about for these games or other games next time. But hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. We're not here. It's just a bad dream. Oh, I agree completely. Why, we'll wake up any minute to harbor and have a laugh about all this. Together, we can blow up anything. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html when you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patr. E-O-N dot com slash rabbit R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2015 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.